All right, welcome to episode two of the Romeo Times podcast covering events and people in Romeo, Michigan. Uh, This week's episode, we have Connie Herndon, the varsity girls basketball coach at Romeo High School. And uh, we talked to her about how the season's going and uh, looking forward to the second half of the season and into the playoffs. So uh, just as a reminder, this, is, uh, this podcast is meant to highlight some of the special people in our community. Uh, there are, is advertising and announcement uh, space available if you'd like to share um, something that you have going on with our listeners. Uh, feel free to contact us at info at theromeotimes.com. Okay, uh, please welcome girls varsity uh, basketball coach uh, Connie Herndon to the show. How you doing, Connie? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. You're our you're our second guest, so uh, we're still, okay. We're still early on in this. We talked to uh, uh, Coach Minjo, the varsity head coach of the uh, boys hockey team, uh, earlier uh, a couple weeks ago. So, okay, great, yeah. great. So, uh, if you could start off, why don't you tell us a little bit about how long you've been involved in the uh, basketball program, or if you've coached anywhere else uh, within the high school program. Um, give everybody a little history. Okay. Um, well, I'm a graduate from Romeo High School. I graduated in 1987 and um, went to college, graduated from Oakland University. I uh, got married and um, had my daughter and uh, eventually didn't work anymore and kind of got into the coaching thing uh, through a friend of mine. She was the uh, varsity coach at Romeo at the time. So um I started coaching JV basketball and I coached for seven years at the JV level and um, then took over the varsity program and this is my eighth year coaching at the varsity so I've coached for a total of 15 years at uh, the high school at Romeo High School. Oh that's great and uh, being a graduate that's it's got to be good for the school and for uh, you know the the kids that are playing there knowing that uh, you've uh led the red and white for a long time so yes yes I have I certainly (laughs) have and uh familiar with obviously the community I've lived in Romeo all my life so very familiar with the community and the school system and the the teaching staff and administrators and stuff like that so it's a real uh comfortable fit and uh have a good feeling of you know the surrounding area so it's it's fun it's good yeah, it's uh, coaching is a very rewarding, uh, despite what a lot of people will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it certainly is. It's uh, a lot of fun to be uh, with the girls and uh, see them grow. You know, from being a freshman um, and you know graduating and going off to college and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it very much. Well, that's good. Well, so let's go right into the season. It looks like you're currently uh, seven and five overall. And four, yeah. and four and two in the MAC Red Division, currently tied for second, and one yeah. game one game behind Stevenson. Uh, yes, yep. We don't want to look past Chippewa Valley on Tuesday, but you <laughs> lost to uh, Stevenson by ten points earlier this season, and face them this coming Friday. How do you like your chances this week? Um, very good. We got, I think we got um, everybody healthy. Um, knock on wood. We've we've had some quite a bit of injuries this year, uh, ankle injuries. Uh, we've had some uh, knee injuries, so I think um, everybody's uh, healthy and looking forward to finishing out the rest of the season. Um, you know, we got Chippewa, which you're, you're right, we can't look past them. Every game from here on out is 
important that we uh you know that we win and take care of business and play hard and tough so we can't you know skip ahead and look at Stevenson we got to we got to you know take care of Chippewa on Tuesday and then you know talk about Stevenson on Wednesday but um yeah Stevenson's very good they um you know we did lose by 10 it actually wasn't that big of a deficit we were you know within two about you know, three minutes left into the third quarter or fourth quarter, I'm sorry. And then uh, things kind of got away from us and then we had to foul and, you know, they shot their free throws and converted and then we just couldn't, you know, make our baskets there towards the end of the fourth quarter. But it was a lot closer than a 10-point loss. So um, definitely looking forward to playing them again. They're a tough team. They're very athletic. They're big, uh, scrappy. So uh, we're going to make some adjustments and see if we can figure something else out to give us a better chance to win on Friday. So, yep, that's, looking forward to that. Yeah, that's that's good. We'll uh, we'll try to. We'll hopefully uh, a lot of people come out and support the team uh, this week, and um, you know, you guys will do well on uh, Tuesday and Friday. So, yeah, um, yeah, hopefully. Good luck with that. So as we as we look over, um, we're about halfway through the season right now. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe what you're most proud of and what have been some of your bigger bigger challenges so far? Um, I think I'm most proud of the fact that uh, one thing I can say about my team is um, regardless of what the score is, regardless of whether we have a, a full team as far as, you know, no injuries, um, one thing I can say about my team is they play hard. They never give up. They give 100% effort every time they step out on the floor. And, um, you know, we've we've lost five games and um, – you know, some of those, like I said, we had, didn't have our full team in those losses, but everybody, you know, stepped up and gave uh, a huge effort. And that that's one thing I can say that I'm really proud of, of the girls this year. And, and not only, um, you know, the girls that play a lot of minutes, but also my bench, the girls on the bench, you know, there's some girls that aren't getting a lot of minutes right now and but they're still positive they're cheering on their teammates and that's definitely you know noticed by me and and by the girls that are actually playing on the floor you know when you hear that positive energy coming from the bench and it kind of gives you a little extra lift um, during a game so I would have to say um, just that you know, the effort and the the positive motivation from everybody is something that I'm definitely very proud of, of my team. Um, as far as challenges go, well, if, if you're familiar with girls basketball and you look at our schedule, every night is a challenge for us. I mean, there isn't any game on our schedule that has been, um, what you might say a, a given, you know, a, game you look at on the schedule and say, oh, we can we can get that pretty easily. Um, there isn't one game on our schedule that was like that when we started out this year. So every game is a challenge mentally, physically, um, you know, as far as staying healthy injury-wise. Um, you know, every team in the MAC Red is, is talented, good coaching, and um, so, you know, you can't take, you know, you can't look ahead and say, you know, we can, we should be able to beat this team, even though we beat them by 20 points the previous time. It doesn't work that way. So we have to make sure that we're focused for every game from here on out. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll have a shot to at the title 
you know, in the next couple of weeks we can still be in it and have a shot to take it. So that would be really great considering this is our first year we've been in the red. Um, you know, girls basketball, we were in the blue and then we moved up to the white. So this is the first time girls basketball team has been in the red division. And for us to be able to say that we had a chance to win the league title our first year would be pretty, pretty amazing as far as I'm concerned, because it's just a different level of play when you're up in the red. So, so hopefully we, you know, like I said, take care of business this week and, um, and then the following weeks and be able to have a shot at the title towards the end of February. Now with, um, with the teams, uh, the varsity team and girls, you know, I, we were talking to the hockey coach and, and they have kids mm-hmm. kind of of all different ages, um, on the varsity team yeah. is in basketball. Cause it's been around, you know, a little bit longer than hockey is, 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 is it mostly senior players or is it a mix of, uh, you know, different um, classes? Actually, this year has been um, pretty interesting. We got a, a mix of uh, experience and we got a mix of youth. So, um, you know, we have five seniors, um, I think four juniors, and a sophomore and two freshmen. So, um, it's actually it's a mix what we got. And we what I try and do and what I've been trying to do in the previous years is continue to build the program. So. Um, with the freshmen and the sophomores up, uh, one of the sophomores, uh, or the sophomore, I should say, is a starter. But the freshmen, you know, they're getting limited minutes here and there. And the reason is because um, we're trying to groom these girls for the following year. So um, that's my whole f- philosophy behind that is, you know, hopefully the freshmen and, and the sophomore can continue to grow, learn the program, learn the strategy, and then next year be able to jump right in and give quality minutes and keep us, you know, at a high level. Because when, when you don't do that and you lose, you know, your seniors and, and you know, you bring in, you know, kids, let's say, from the JV, you may have a learning curve there, and it may take you a little while to to reach that learning curve this way, you know, we'll be able to jump right into next year and hopefully, you know, those girls will be able to step in and give some quality minutes. So, um, yeah, it's it's a mixture and it, it's worked out real well so far this year. The seniors, obviously, um, they've helped, you know, bring along the younger girls and, um, you know, the, the younger kids are uh, definitely getting a feel for what it's like to be on the varsity because it is a different paced game even from um, the JV level stepping into the varsity it's it's quite a different pace and more physical and more demanding so yeah this is the first year we've had you know two freshmen and a sophomore and it's uh it seems to be working hopefully we'll time will tell we'll be able to you know really talk about that next year so (laughs) but um yeah it's been fun and it's been good so it certainly sounds like you got a plan, and uh, you know, wish you the best of luck with uh, with that this rest of the year. I, you know, I got a quick question, even a, sort of sure. on a personal level. If uh, you know, if if you if a person like me, I got a young daughter growing up. How early do um, the girls get started? And where do they normally? You know, what's kind of their path to to varsity? Is there are there travel teams out there? Right. Do they start locally at the you know the local community mm-hmm. center, or how how do they get involved? Well, there's quite a few uh, different ways to get involved. Um, there is Parks and Recreation, which is in the community in Romeo here. Um, they have they start the girls, uh, I believe it's third grade. They have some teams, um, 
you know, in third grade. And also um, there are quite a few travel teams. In fact, we have one of our own here in Romeo. Um, they're called the Romeo Raptors. And we, uh, we have a um, – right now we have a team of middle school-aged girls, and um, they travel around pretty close to the area, you know, not, not any further like an hour away. And uh, they'll play tournaments on the weekends, and they'll practice twice a week here in Romeo. And um, that's a really a great way to go. And there's CYO also. I don't want to forget that. There's a lot of girls actually in the middle schools right now that play CYO through the churches. And, um, you know, it's it's a great – AAU is a great experience just in the fact that, um, you know, you can possibly play three to four games in a weekend so you're getting that practice, and then you're getting the game time on the weekends. So, um, you know, that's that because really at that age you want to really drill fundamentals, but you also want to actually play the game, you know, and be in game-type situations because that's where you learn, you know, the understanding of the game. So um, we do, like I said, we have our own team, Romeo Raptors, and then we'll start the Raptors up to after our high school season is over and, um, a lot of the girls on the varsity and the JV will will play Raptors through, oh, probably May, and then um, then we start our summer programs in June. So there's a lot lot of opportunities for young girls nowadays as far as um, getting involved in basketball. So that's great. And it's nice that we have our own little you know our own little team here. Um, the girls. You know, they get to know each other at a young age and play with each other, and they get acclimated to each other. And it's um, it's really helped our program significantly, and that's something we started when I took over as varsity coaches. wanted some way for these kids to continue to play basketball, you know, when, in the off season. So um, it's really, really helped significantly our uh, our program. So... Yeah, that's great. I had no idea at all that that um, there was sort of that uh, whole other world out there. So yeah. that's that's really that's really interesting. So yeah, uh, it's, so, oh, it's great for the girls. No, nope, go ahead. All right, so um, you got a JV and freshman team. How are they doing this year? Oh gosh, they're doing great. Uh, the JV team, coached by uh, Greg Mangold, they have lost um, one game so far this year. They wow. lost to Marion. And the freshman team, coached by Rosemary Matamidi, uh, have not lost. They're undefeated. They're uh, actually, I think they're eleven and zero. There was one game that they didn't play because they, the other t- uh, program didn't have a freshman team. So I believe they're eleven and zero. They may be twelve and zero. I can't be one hundred percent sure on that. But yeah, there's um, they're doing great. Both teams. There's a lot of talent. A lot of talent and. Um, in the girls program right now. And that's exciting, very exciting to see. And a lot of that, like I said, is, um, you know, we have some real athletic kids, some real girls that are committed to playing basketball and they, they continue to play in the off season. And um, I'm real excited about the, the things that are ahead of us. So, and, um, you know, we need to keep that talent going because like I said, previously we are in the red and, um, Every team is talented, so we have to keep that talent coming and develop it, and hopefully we'll uh, be able to continue to keep Romeo basketball successful in the next few years. 
Yeah, that's amazing. So that sounds like you got a, got a good foundation for the next few years coming up. So hopefully that yeah. works out well. Yeah, it's exciting. All right. I don't know uh, if you know or not, but I'm just going to ask you this anyways. Uh, are there any famous girls basketball alumni from Romeo? Oh, certainly. There's quite a few. <laughs> I love to talk about them, too. Um, yeah, Paige Sickmiller, uh, who graduated two years ago. It, during uh, She was on the team when we went 22-3 and three and won a district championship. She plays at Wayne State University. Uh, Katie Becker, who graduated last year, is playing at Northern Michigan University. And uh, Sam Tomashko, who played a couple, played with Paige Sickmiller. She's playing at Rochester College. Um, there's uh, somebody else, Katie Fracolosi, who played. I think she graduated four years ago. She's at Concordia. And um, gosh, I hope I'm not missing anybody. Cause <laughs> Feel bad if I am. Uh, I think I think that might Melanie Jeroche, she played um at Lansing Community College and she's she's no longer playing. She played her two years up there and she did very well. So yeah, quite a quite a few girls have uh gone on to play college basketball and you know, they're succeeding and being successful not only on the court but obviously in the classroom, so which is more important than anything and it's exciting. In fact, I'm heading down to Wayne State on Thursday because uh, Katie and Paige are playing each other. Northern and Wayne are playing each oh, other on neat. Thursday. So be able to see both the girls hopefully get to play a lot of minutes, and it should be fun. That's great. Um, so yeah, They can it definitely is. move on and, and do uh, bigger and better things after high school. So that's great. Yes, yeah, it is. That's one of um, you know the things I really try and – help the kids the girls with is if they want to continue to play basketball at the next level and get them you know to that next level and a lot of it is their hard work obviously and you know recruiting and stuff like that but that that's something that um the coaching staff and myself we work really hard at um trying to get the kids to the next level so Great. Um, so let's talk about, I know it's uh, a few weeks away, but so how do playoffs work? Are they hosted at Romeo or are they someplace else? And so where can we follow um, you after that? Yeah, actually, um, districts are in Lake Orion this year and um, they start February 28th and we play, actually, we play on that Monday. We play Oxford at 530 um, at Lake Orion High School. So and um, it works if you know if you continue to win, you continue to move on, and once you lose, your your season's over with. So it's a one game um, knockout, then, eh? Yes, yeah, one game, one game elimination. Yes. Okay, great. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to mention before we close out here, but uh, you got anything? no, I don't think so. Just um, like you know, my thank the coaching staff because they do a tremendous job and. Um, they help have helped this program. Bob Januzzi is one of my assistants, and he was a JV coach for many years. And and Megan Van Maley, who um, played for me and is now one of my assistants. So, um, you know, it's not it's a whole whole coaching staff working together that makes the program successful. And we've had some very dedicated coaches over the past few years that have helped us. Um, you know be be as successful as as we have been so yep wonderful all right i know uh you guys have a website that's romeobasketball.org 
Yes, we do. And mm-hmm. uh, if they want to get a hold of you or anybody else, I'm sure they can contact the athletic department at the high school as well. Yes, yes. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Good luck with the rest of the season here and uh, in the playoffs, and uh, we wish you the best. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Okay. I'd like to thank Connie again for being on the show. Uh, there's lots of great um, things going on at Romeo High School and the sports and uh, lots of dedicated coaches, players, individuals in general helping out with uh, these programs. So uh, we really appreciate Connie for being on the show and uh, wish the uh, players uh, the best of luck for the rest of the season. This episode has been brought to you by the Stark Weather Art Center located at 219 North Main Street this Friday, February 4th from 6 to 8 p.m. They have their ninth annual member show reception. Uh, They'll also have a live local band playing in their second floor gallery, and all of it is absolutely free. So on Friday night, um, stop by and uh, check out the great art and great music going on at the Starkweather Art Center in downtown Romeo. Okay, if uh, you have any questions, have any ideas for the show, or would like to be on, or anything of that nature at all, just uh, feel free to stop by the RomeoTimes.com or shoot us an email at info at the Go Bulldogs.